episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected is brought to you by Bridgeside Medical Clinic, Chesapeake Integrated Behavioral Healthcare, and Edgar Casey's ARE. Now more than ever, we have an opportunity to be a positive force in the world, to help heal the divide, to treat each other and ourselves with respect. But with so many tools out there, from meditation to physical training, proper nutrition, therapy, and so many others, we all need a little help navigating all the options. Join us as we share in-depth information, insights, and thought-provoking discussions that will help answer your questions about how to stay calm, cool, and connected during these times. Welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected, your guidebook to peace of mind. Hello, and welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected. I'm your host, Dr. Elizabeth Fedrick. It's often asserted that people don't work for companies, but rather that people work for people. And what's meant by this is that many many employees are not necessarily loyal or dedicated to a specific business, but rather to their leaders. And an incredibly important concept for leaders is to understand that when this comes to workplace satisfaction, how an employee feels about their leader can make all the difference. Our next guest, Dr. Ron Stotz, is here with us today to talk about the importance of conscious leadership and the impact that this makes in the work environment. Hi, Dr. Ron, welcome. Good to be here, Liz. Thank you very much. Yes, so good to have you. So tell us a little bit about yourself and the work that you do. Well, I'm really interested in, you know, we talk about transformation and there's really the transformation that's going on in the world today. And that transformation is people really wanting to be part of an organization that has more meaning, more purpose, is uh, really, really changing the world for the better. And to create an organization like that, you have to have conscious leaders. And so my little uh, niche to make the world a more conscious place is to support people in moving into those higher levels of leadership so that they can really create organizations that have have a lasting impact, not only uh, on the individuals involved and even laterally to who they buy from, who they sell to, but into society as a whole. Okay. And that makes a lot of sense. I, I do think that you're right. People are a lot more aware, aware of missions and values and really wanting to be yeah. part of a cause in a different type of way. How would you define conscious leadership? What does that mean? Well, conscious leadership, leadership has really about seven different stages and we all go through those stages, but the higher level stages are really more getting into cooperation, collaboration, synergists. And, you know, I used to be a spiritual teacher for many years back in the day at centers in Switzerland and here. And, you know, that was all about healing ourselves and becoming more conscious and aware and contributing to the world. And when I really felt like the world needed some help in a different way, I started looking at businesses and realizing that business is really kind of our new religion. I'm not sure that's a good thing or not, but uh, accurate. Seems to be where the focus is. And so, I started looking, well, how do we, how do I affect business in a way that really contributes to making them more aware and conscious? And so I recognized it's really about developing the leaders so that they can develop their organization so that we can create a more conscious and caring world. Sure, absolutely. And and what do you feel the importance of this? How does this become a game changer, so to speak, in the business world? Well, I think it changes the world. I, yeah. I really see the lack of consciousness, the way we do business with the greed, the fear-based scarcity mentality that we come from in business really doesn't 
support us. It doesn't support our, our society, and it certainly doesn't support the planet. And the great thing is that there's like 50, 55 years of very in-depth research that clearly shows that if you're leading your organization from that more conscious, caring, collaborative, supportive place, that you're literally going to be about 40 to 45% uh, more productive and, uh, and profitable. And I, I certainly see that with my clients. I mean, <clears throat> I had a client, I think it was about a year or so ago during COVID, but you know, he came to me thinking he was going to lose everything, including the love of his life. Yeah. Uh, and within a couple of months, because he had really got shifted from his, my way or the highway leadership mentality to accepting and loving himself more. He was able to see that, oh, I need to really restructure my businesses. I really need to restructure my leadership. And over the remaining part of we're together about a year, I watched him, you know, shift the value of his multiple nine-figure businesses. Oh, wow. More than double. So, wow. I mean, if somebody is worried about, well, it's all about profits and making money, well, if that's the case, then become more conscious. So that, that's where the value comes in. Absolutely. And it sounds like increasing this consciousness becomes valuable, not only business-wise or financially, but personally. And so it is a yeah. holistic approach to self-improvement. Yeah. And, and my clients certainly early on recognize the deep connection between their personal development and their organizational development. Yes, absolutely. They recognize also because they start seeing that really ripple out into the community there initially their organization and then beyond and they watch people really become happier they yes. have better relationships and their kids are happier and and the result of that you know a lot of times when couple, i'll have business people come to me and they're complaining about they want more out of their employees or you know this isn't working or that isn't working all of those things become immediately resolved or shortly resolved when you start caring, when you start letting people feel like they're part of something that's meaningful and important and creating the community that they're part of. Yes. And like, as I mentioned in the intro that, I mean, that really is what the research is pointing to is that people really do work for people. And when they feel like they're working for somebody who, who is authentic and who has their well-being in mind, that's a complete game changer for a business atmosphere. What would be some of the first steps that you would do? So somebody reaches out to you for this type of guidance. Where do you start with a new client? Well, very early on, I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> early on, I started realizing that pretty much all of the challenges that we're running into are really from early in our life. Difficulties, uh, emotional backlog that we weren't able to heal, incidences that we didn't understand and weren't able to process. And so my initial work is really just taking people down into rediscovering who they were and what needs to be healed and how it can be healed in a supportive way. And the great thing about that is, you know, having been a meditation teacher for years, it's all about quieting the mind. It gets people, you know, that our initial program for getting love is all about survival and looking outside of ourselves for love and acceptance. And that's really where people give up their power and, you know, the victim image comes up and all of that. Yeah. And so as you start healing that past and let go of that old program for getting love, which was perfect as a child, but 
sabotaging as an adult yeah. and start looking for that self-acceptance and love within yourself. And it's really in that becoming whole and becoming authentic and becoming real that we move past those things that we see so, so much in the media of, you know, feeling like they're an imposter or not enough for, you know, right. it's not that they're not enough. They're just not accessing enough from within themselves. And once they learn to do that, I mean, the truth is that's the greatest gift because then they start realizing, oh, life is about change. Life is about evolving. And every time I'm running into something that doesn't work for me, or I'm running into a challenge or bumping up against this or that, those are just indicators that there's something deeper for me that's ready to be healed. Right. The amazing thing is, is when they go down in there and heal that very part of themselves that, that, that evolution is bringing up, that's the very part of themselves that they need so that they can evolve and transform into that next level of leader, next level of influencer, however you want to see that. Yes, next level of life. I, I completely agree. My counseling private practice name is Evolve Counseling, and it's exactly for those reasons <laughs> you're describing that I talk so often to clients about that. Life is about evolving, and we are constantly, as you're saying, working to heal, working to change, working to resolve what we need to in order to move on to that next step. So yeah. I love that. Great insight. Well, I think we're very much in alignment there. It's I would agree. Great if we can get people to start evolving rather than, you know, that struggle that they feel like they're in. Life is a get-to, not a have-to. <laughs> yes, and, and that's, it's evolve or revolve, right? We can yeah. either keep doing the same toxic cycles or we can choose something new. I love that. Where can our viewers learn more about you? Are you, do you have a website or where, th- where can you be found? I can, you know, the website's certainly easiest. That's ronstotts.com, actually, just S-T-O-T-T-S.com. And uh, they can learn all about my programs. There's some free information that I think is incredibly important for people to look at. There's nine insightful questions right on the homepage that they can just uh, pull out and do on their own. And uh and that gets them started on that journey of looking inward. They start seeing, okay, this is my biggest challenge. This is my biggest dream. So what's that gap in between that I need to take care of so that I can move forward in my life? So, oh, that's so helpful. Yeah. Yes, that insight, that self-awareness, such a big deal. <laughs> thank you, Dr. Ron. I appreciate you joining us. Well, I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you all for tuning into this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected. Please make sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram, and also make sure to rate and subscribe to our podcast so that others can discover our content as well. Thank you again for joining us on this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected. 